Hey folks, on this episode of the podcast, I'm sitting down at a restaurant with two members of Nivervale-based alt-rockers playing as ghosts. This is an episode that's been in the works for a while. The band contacted me uh, well over a year ago and sent me a copy of their CD rendering. For various reasons that we get into on the podcast, I didn't really have a chance to listen to it the way I wanted, so they followed up again and gave me a copy of their remix album, Rendering Remixed. We talk about all that, we talk about their plans for the future, their Spinal Tap-esque difficulty finding a bass player, and a lot more. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre. Please visit myparktheatre.com to check out all the great shows they have coming up. Thank you to everyone who supports my dad's show. If you'd like to support Witch Police Radio, go to patreon.com slash witchpolice today. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm in uh, a different setting this time, as kind of as usual, but uh, we're sitting down in a nice booth here, uh, having some drinks, and I'm here with uh, two, what, two quarters or two thirds at this point? Uh, well, at this point, I guess there's only three of us in the okay. band, but uh, there's supposed to be four. We're okay, just so a quartet. Two quarters isn't even a thing, I guess. Half. Half, <laughs> half usually, of Plain as Ghosts. Yes, so and I, I prefer two quarters. Two quarters is good. I, I've actually said that more than once on this show, and <laughs> usually I get told that it's ridiculous and I'm wrong, but you know, it's good. I like um, it. So, I kind of think that this has been sort of a long time coming in that um, you guys sent me some music a long time ago, like over a year ago now, and it just hasn't really connected until now. And I kind of have a funny story, not not funny at the time, but funny in retrospect, about the, the um, your album. When I got it in the mail, I put it in the car, didn't listen to it for a few days. First time I put it on, like 10 minutes after it starts playing, I get in a car accident, and the car's totaled. And the CD <laughs> would not come out of the CD player. So it's wherever that's been wrecked the CD is mixed in with the wreckage so um, I tried it again when you sent me the other copy in a different car and I was okay so it wasn't, that's like, good. wasn't like this cursed thing or anything but yeah we're sorry about that first thing no it wasn't your fault <laughs> I do remember when that happened and I felt horrible man and uh, well you honestly had nothing to do with it it was just I happened well, to be listening to your I'd like to tell you we don't but I think sometimes we're cursed we uh, we played one of the last shows at the King's Hotel. We played oh, really? one of the last shows at the Zoo. We one shut of the last some shows venues at down. Yeah. So yeah. now we're gonna shut down your podcast. Okay, so, so we the last episode. <laughs> we got a bad reputation. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Way. yeah. <laughs> But uh, before we get it even into the CD at all, um, you should probably identify who you are and what you do in the band, so listeners can put a voice to the name. Sure, absolutely. I'm Trevor. Uh, I play uh, guitar, and I'm also the lead vocalist. I'm Rod. I do drums. And, and uh, Trevor and I were contemplating trying to fake voices to make it seem like oh, we're yeah, a full yeah. band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you've given it up, though. But, uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I know. Who, who are we missing? Uh, right now, we're missing Daniel Friesen. He's our lead guitarist. Um, Adam Hallstrom is our original bass player, and he's yeah. sort of, I guess, a support member at this point. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, but still involved with us. So, cool. Yeah. And Very then how long, how long has it been a unit? I mean, there's three of you, four of you. How long has the band actually been together? We started in late 2014. Um, and been running in various configurations since then. So. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. So it's a you know, good amount of time, I guess, and you've got the, the one album out and the remix album as well. That's right, and the remix was sort of a way for us to um, bridge the gap um, when we had 
a cycling of members. At yeah. that point, it was uh, we had to do something to yeah. show people that we're still alive. Right, of course. And yeah, it yeah, was yeah. really fun to get to know some other producers. It was uh, a bit of a semantics nightmare to try <laughs> to get everyone involved and sure. try to get all the tracks back and that sort of thing. But uh, most of that is a brainchild of Adam. And uh, yeah, I think they did all, everyone did a great job and Adam did the mastering and that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. Yeah, make well, the most of everyone we know. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. had their own creative point to it and it was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, it's, it's funny because, um, and I don't mean anything negative about this at all. I, like when I listened to your, the, the original album before the remix, I recognize what's good about it. I can, I mean, it's very well produced. The songs are well written, but just style wise, it's not necessarily something that I would personally go to right away. I mean, there's a big audience for what you do. I don't know if I'm in it anymore. I think I was at one point, but I think I've... Anyway, and then I listened to the remix record, and I think I got the songs more, just okay. by hearing them kind of deconstructed. Um, some of them, some of the remixes I didn't think were as good as the originals. Some of them I like better than the originals, but it's just, uh, I kind of like hearing the songs sort of turned inside out, yep. and it made me kind of appreciate maybe things about the original ones that I didn't on the first listen, which I, I'm assuming is the idea, right? That's perfect. That's exactly what we wanted out of that. Uh, someone else's ears. Sort of yeah. an outside opinion, new take on it, fresh yeah. spin. So yeah, no, we're really pleased with that, and there were some really talented people that got involved. So. Yeah, yeah, new perspective and different light. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, as someone who, I mean, uh, this is not uh, a secret to anyone who listens to the show, but I listen to very heavy amounts of reggae, and so like it's very almost like a dub perspective. Uh, what's on that the remix is where it's taking the song and stripped it down and, and moved it around so you can turn something new out of it, and that, especially the first track on the remix album, I really really enjoyed that. Um, and I think it's, uh, I don't know, have you ever listened to Godflesh? Of course, yeah. It reminds me of Godflesh. Not, okay. not as heavy, obviously. But, right. you know, taking basically something that's really heavy, uh, and obviously rock, metal in that case, yeah. oriented, and, and stripping it down to almost like a, not electronic, but, you know, very, very heavy on the drum machine, and it just like kind of blasts sure. of, of distortion stuff. It, it was very cool. Did that was Adam. Uh, that was his, <laughs> his thing. Uh, yeah, I think he did a great job. He killed it there. Yeah, he's he's a very talented producer. Singer, multi-instrumentalist. I know you've heard his brainwashed proper have, yeah, citizens, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. So, yeah, we're honored to have him part of our crew. Cool, cool. And then, like, to go back to the the original actual album album. <coughs> um, I hate asking this question, and I, I often have to ask it. But how do you define what you do? I mean, you're obviously a rock band. Would you call it alt rock? Do you call it indie rock? Do you call it something else? It, it's so hard with all of these subgenres of subgenres of subgenres. Like, where do you where do you place yourself? Uh, that album, I will paraphrase one of your old interviews, and I'll say, okay. boom, 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 Power 97. I think you said that before. I may have said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah. it does tend fits, to yeah. have a, a leaning toward indie rock. Okay. Um, it wasn't intentional. To be honest with you, when Adam and I first started this thing, we were talking about, like, we are going to be hum, we were going to be filter, we are okay. going to be all these things, yeah, yeah. and it was never any of those things, so go figure. Yeah. <laughs> so what, where does that come from, then? The uh, I mean, it's very... Yeah, poppy is not the word for it because it's not pop music but it's definitely got hooks and it's you know it's catchy and it's radio ready almost right so where does that sound come from if it's not necessarily what you were going for I guess it was an accident I mean uh, most of those tracks were former ideas that Adam and I had bounced back and forth before okay. there was a band so uh, some of them were demos from back when I was in other projects some were demos from Adam and then we both sort of built upon each other's ideas okay okay and is that how the songwriting has typically gone? Has it been the, the two Most of, of it has been that way. Uh, however, in the last little while, it's been Dan and myself. So okay. yeah, it's kind of changed a little bit. And, and a lot of it has leaned toward, toward the 
jam room type of situation where we expand on ideas as a whole, okay. uh, rather than bouncing it back and forth over the internet or getting together at Adam's house or my place. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Have you? How do you feel the sound has kind of progressed uh, since? I mean, since you started four years ago. Has it essentially been like a variation on the same sound, or has it changed? It's certainly a variation on the same sound. Uh, there's a little more punk leanings to some of mm -hmm. the songs, and um, it's a little bit heavier, a little more aggressive. Okay. What kind of, uh, as far as the local music scene, what kind of background do you guys come from? Like, did you spend a lot of time going to shows growing up, things like that, or? Yeah, I definitely always loved singing out the local music scene. Yeah. Doing Cavern Pyramid, all that kind of stuff. What kind of bands were you into? A lot. Anything, anything punk rock, yeah, anything yeah. hard and heavy, anything fast. There's a lot of that here. 90 sounding. Like, I'm going to go there, but and he's going to think that I'm just sucking him off, but uh, Velvet Pill, uh, Civil Disobedience was like my favorite. Those, cool. That crew was just, they're ridiculously cool. talented. So. And yeah. were, you, were you in bands before this, or was this, is this the first project? Yeah, we've been in bands before. Um, Rod and I actually were both in a band, a punk band called Kaleida okay. yeah. before. So yeah. That's where I first met Trevor. Okay, cool. We clicked cool. ever since. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I first serious music project was with Trevor. Before that, I played <coughs> from high school. Yeah, with projects in there, but which is like most people, right? You yeah, get the high school punk band, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether you continue or not depends on yeah your dedication to it, I guess. Totally. Yeah. So what is I, I guess I mean one thing I, I've noticed about your your records too is both in sound and in just presentation, they're very professional looking. I mean, you got the stickers, you have the merch, you have everything sort of down, which is not always a given. For bands nowadays because i mean you have to have kind of that element of marketing and everything in you can't just play music anymore right you need it's to do that sad reality yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's it's i know it frustrates a lot of bands because they no, you got to make it right nowadays it's yeah like, yeah you do yeah and they don't a lot of people just have the creative part for the, the music and they so i guess it's a two-part question about that is where does that come from where does that knowledge of how to do that come from and then secondly has it has it helped has having a very you know pro looking and pro sounding product has that helped you get shows that helped you get radio attention so i would i would say that most of that comes from adam mm -hmm. uh, adam again he does uh pollution lake sound uh, also i guess his design sound and design and that uh that background he's a again super talented guy so the presentation is pretty much all him yeah and we owe him a lot yeah. for that yeah, yeah we look legit now we gotta just live up to it well there, there is that yeah. uh, as far as the second part of that question has it helped us I don't think so. No. Okay. I think once people take notice of us, then they go back and look at it and they go, "Wow, that that's kind of cool." Right. Right. But to get that attention, I don't know if it's really changing thing. And I think that's sad, truly, because of the effort and the background yeah. that we all put into that. Yeah. But it's well, the way it's, it is. Yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes. Yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah. 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 yeah.
to um it is not almost it is hard to kind of make yourselves heard about the pack because the benefit of the internet and the way technology is everyone can release an album they can record in their bedroom if they want to they can put it up on Bandcamp. they can put it up on spotify everything else and there's so much content which is great but there's also so much competition right so definitely i I mean do you think that um the strength of the songs is what's going to kind of give you that boost or do you think you have to be doing more as well on top of it I personally think that, that you always have to be doing more on top of it. And again, like I say, it's a sad reality. Yeah. I'd rather just play music. I mean, yeah, I don't, wanna, yeah. I don't yeah. wanna post on friggin' Instagram or whatever the hell that people wanna do, but you have to do it. Yeah. And it's annoying. Like a Saturday night, you don't wanna be doing that. You just wanna be playing music with your buds or True, yeah. doing whatever, yeah. hanging out with your family. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just weird, eh? a weird dystopian future. <laughs> it's almost yeah. that way, yeah. yeah. So um, about the songs themselves, though, one thing I noticed from listening to the uh, obviously the, the original record more than the remixes is there's a lot of emotion in the songs, um, both lyrically and just in the way the way it's delivered. So, what I guess what is the what inspires the songwriting in the band? I was going to let Rod talk, but I have to field this okay, one right. because I did that. Right, right. <laughs> Sorry, Rod. Sorry. Um, that actually that record ended up being a very much a place in time. Okay. And so you probably have seen that on there that it's 
relatively vulnerable and emotional. Yeah. Um, at that point in time, my mom had finished going through cancer for the second time. Okay. And she fell hard into alcoholism. And so most of that record is based around either my emotions in dealing with that, yeah. my emotions with dealing with my family, my kids as an example, okay. and trying to balance that, and also trying to help her. So, uh, yeah, I captured a moment in time. The next record will not be about that. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, I am the kind of guy that I don't write a thousand songs about stories. And people, great storytellers, storytellers, that's great. Yeah. I can't do that. All my, all my songs are really close to my heart, and... Maybe that's a bad thing because you get really attached to them. Yeah, yeah, I guess But so. I, I only write a few, but they're very important to me. So cool. I was literally going to say somewhat that. Yeah? I mean, I didn't realize until after it was a pretty heavy record listening to it back. We had a lot of fun recording that, but then on the playback, I'm like, that's a pretty <laughs> heavy yeah, stuff we're yeah. dealing with here. Yeah. But, I mean, that, like, again, you know, in, in the effort to make yourself stand out, whether it's intentional or not, that's what you wrote about, but it does... I mean, like, well, listening to it, you know it's heavy. You can feel the heaviness well, of you. it and, like, the, the emotion in the in, in the vocals and, and in the, just the sound in general. Tried so. not to make it dark, although it's yeah. about dark topics, but it, I wanted to give it a, a positive spin on a dark situation, if at all possible. Sure. That's not always possible. Sure. But. So should people expect that whatever you do next is going to be a completely change in tone, or is it still going to have kind of the, the same sort of... I think the vibe will be similar in yeah. the sense that we're still trying to find uh, positives in everything, and I right. want to try to maintain that in my life. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. That's sort of one thing that keeps you sane. Um, but I think the rest of it will probably be a bit of a turnaround on that. Okay. Um, Production-wise, it's going to be very similar. I mean, a lot of the elements are still Adam's influence in that case. Yeah. Um, and my vocal doesn't really change in the sense that I write about what I know at the time. You know, like one, one uh, new track that we're going to come out with, uh, you know, everyone is working in an office and they're worried about that kind of bullshit. So it's about yeah. office bullshit. Okay. So it's I mean, it's, it's, it's place and yeah. time and then that's truly what I felt. So. Okay. Cool. Cool. Do you, um, is there anyone you could think of that as a band you sort of agree on as a comparable artist? Like someone that whether it's a direct influence or not, that all of you can sort of sit down and say, yeah, we sound, something about our sound sounds like bleh. Like if someone says, you know, hey, I hear you in a band, who do you sound like? Is there someone you can all point to or is it sort of just you are hear different things in the... <laughs> mm. I, I, I think we always come back to uh, Matthew Goodband. Okay, okay. I think that's probably what we would tell people, although that's obviously not really what we are, but it's right. the closest thing I can say. What is it, what, what connection do you make then? Um, uh, I think in that particular case, it's sort of the uh, the loud guitars and the ambient kind of leads. It's not okay. that self-indulgent kind of lead situation. Right, it's not so. the wanking kind of, yeah, Exactly, yeah, 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 so yeah. that's sort of where I would get that from. Okay, okay. And is that someone that you all grew up listening to as well? Or? I definitely, I yeah. I, yeah. We're all very, very 90s yeah. influence yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Unintentionally, but I mean, you grow up in an era that sticks with you. Absolutely, I, yeah, yeah. I actually heard that when you hit 33 years old that you don't really give a shit about new music. I've heard that too. <laughs> and, I, you know, it's something that's come, I mean, I'm 36. It's something that's come up <laughs> quite a bit on the show because I definitely have, I mean, I try to be as open-minded as possible because I'm interviewing people every week, you know. You're like, better than I. A jazz artist or a country singer or a metal Absolutely. band or whatever. But, like, there's some stuff that I, I have a mental block for. Like, uh, this sure. has come up a few times, uh, the current kind of hip-hop stuff where I love rap. I listen. I grew up listening. I have a huge collection of 90s rap tapes. But the new stuff, I, I don't get it. And I think that, like, it's good that I don't get it because it's not for me. I'm too, I'm, you know, I'm an old 36-year-old yeah, dad. I'm not, not, I'm not the target audience. So <laughs> if, I, if I like it, it's better to do it wrong, right? So, but, but yeah, like, the 90s thing does seem to be becoming more prevalent in local bands. 
just maybe it's because the age of the people who are playing or some kind of nostalgia thing, but there's, there's a lot of bands now that have a kind of a grunge influence sound. I don't know if that's how you would you would call it, but I mean, you guys have elements of that for sure. It does seem that way. I mean, we we played just actually just recently we recorded with James from Silence Kit. Right on, yeah. Um, that's one of the bands I was thinking of for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I figured you were going there. So yeah, yeah no, uh, yeah. we're we're big fans of theirs. We played a couple of shows yeah, with them, band, yeah. um, and James actually has played bass with us several times. Yeah. Oh, so, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's really neat. So uh, Mike album. actually did uh, engineered the drums on the first album. Didn't he do so, a remix on the other one too? And he did a remix. Yeah, yeah, and a remix actually, on there. aside from that, his remix is different than the others in the sense that everyone else added instrumentation mm -hmm. Mike took a different approach and said I'm gonna keep the instrumentation that's there and develop and mold and shift that particular thing oh, into cool. a new song that's awesome so yeah. his concept was entirely different than everyone else's I don't know if it shows but I love yeah that. that's cool it's super cool yeah. Yeah. yeah do you have I mean are you, do you have a close relationship with some of those bands like do you I mean obviously silence get there's <clears throat> a clearly a connection there but are there other local bands that you sort of you feel you fit with or you have a kinship with? We're a super outsider band. Yeah. We have the Niverville thing going on, right? Is that, yeah. I was going to name drop Niverville yeah. all day. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that's, what do they call that? Like the bi-monthly name drop. But, right, right. Uh, yeah, Niverville's got a uh, odd amount of artists yeah. uh, coming out of that town and always has since the 90s. Like, I mean, all the way back to, I don't know if you ever heard of Molly Coddle. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Sounds Molly familiar. Coddle was, uh, was a big deal in the 90s uh, from Niverville. That was sort of our, oh my God, somebody's right. going to make it sort right. of thing. So. Yeah, and then uh, Jean Guy, he played in um, man several bands since then. So yeah, they did sort of the uh, British Invasion thing, right? And then he did sort of a, a Royal Canoe kind of a sound, um, and he's still he's still playing as far as I cool, know. Cool. So yeah.
Are you all from Niverville, or just a few of you, or what's the? Uh, I'm from Niverville. Just, just um, Dan's from the Bloomingdale area. Okay. Okay. Um, and then well, that's that's where we jam out of is Niverville. Right. Yeah, that's never heard of it until I met Trevor. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I realized how how big it was. Niverville's a Quite the town, man. Rod and Adam just live down the street here. So. Okay, so yeah. yeah, you guys are the, the, the city boys, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's cool. That's cool. I mean, it, does Niverville have? I think I've actually asked someone this, and I can't remember who it was from Niverville. But uh, does Niverville have a sound? Like, are there? I mean, <laughs> it's small enough, but also big enough that there could be, you know, obviously bands coming from there. Yeah. But is there something that you hear maybe in your own music that says, "Hey, this is Niverville," or I, some kind uh, of? I don't think so. I think that the, a place in time might have told you that. For right. instance, in the new metal era. There was probably thirty bands oh, in that really? little town that were all "quote unquote" new metal. Sure, sure. Um, and I mean, I was a part of that too. I mean, you <laughs> all had the dumb pants that were like yeah, watering your waist and yep. all that stuff. But um, yeah, I think at this point, I mean, we got Brady Dick. I mean, he's very country, right? Exceptionally talented man. Uh, Jordan Saint Cyr is doing contemporary Christian. Okay. Um, we've got Whiskey Talks. They're sort of a rap rock kind of a thing. Okay. Um, Still hanging out with new metal things? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's a little more funky, but right, yeah, yeah right. they're going for that. Um, but yeah, there's tons of artists. They're Lounge FM. Yeah, yeah. Look at that's, that's what it was that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Those guys um, are great. They're they're a wicked awesome band. band. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Corey painted my house, and uh, right Matt on. Klippenstein, the lead guitar player, that's his old house that I live in now. Oh, so cool. Okay. I made his uh, his bedroom into our recording area. So <laughs> That's kind of awesome, yeah. yeah. That's, well, it's funny because... The, like the local music scene is so incestuous anyway it's always funny when other towns get involved too so it's, yeah. it doesn't even matter how far away you go it's still it's true all these connections in and out and everything it's, it's true it's awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you um what do you have going on in the future i mean you have you have the album out you have the remixes out which kind of is almost like a second ep or something or if you want to call it because it's not really a, an album album but it's a release do you have something planned for the new future that's happening or we got some good shows coming up. Yeah, we got yeah. shows coming up. Go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pop Evil. <laughs> Open up for them. Yeah, Pop the Evil on November 23rd at the Pyramid. So cool. that's, a, that's a lucky break for us. Uh, that came as a result of Indie Week, uh, Road to yeah. Indie Week contest. Okay. So, yeah, I make a connection at the Pyramid. Dave's been really good to cool. us. So. Cool. Yeah. Is there, uh, as far as recording, though, like, do, you have, do you have new stuff on the go or in the works for the future? Yeah, uh, we just, well, I'll let you feel that. We just recorded, actually. Yeah, it's Studio 23 out in, I want to say St. Anne, but I'm not sure it's, if that's it's actually... closer to Richard. Technically. Okay. Yeah, that way, yeah, yeah. Jody, yeah, the, Jody Hunter. High, uh, highway 1 East. Yep. Highway 1 East, <laughs> right, you right, got right. it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About an hour out. Yeah, okay, we, okay. Uh, we did some recording there. Cool. Uh, so expect some uh, single out from that. Yeah, we're going to do maybe. a single on a B-side out of that. Um, that was recording time one from the contest. Oh, there. right on. So, okay. Which was really nice of them to provide Yeah, that's that. awesome. Um, we had a really good engineer, Julian Gwinnett. Uh, he did a great job, and I'll be mixing that thing. Okay. I'm going to keep it nice and loose, make sure it's got that live feel. Yeah, yeah, so awesome. We did it all off the floor. Nice. I was going to ask so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, cool. a little very different than our last album, which, as you've probably seen, is very layered. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. Do you guys want another round? Could I have another iced tea, please? Sure. Thanks. Um, I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right for now. Thank okay. you, though. You're welcome. Is that going to make the I'm keeping that in, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's always been entertaining, right? All of a sudden, some random person shows up and starts talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, she, was, she, but was we went, she was louder than all of us. We oh, did yeah, win yeah. both, though. She yelled into that. Yeah. None yeah. of us ordered another round. We've just been outed. That's true. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Yikes. We didn't name the restaurant. We're good. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think we did anyway. Um, so is this just, did you record just the one song, or are you recording more than that? We recorded two Eventually. songs in that session. 
And then the next thing we're looking at is a five to six song EP to cool. follow up our debut. Okay. So. EPs are the way to go. Yeah, it seems like it. Eh? A lot of people are, are just doing EPs now. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> the idea was supposed to be that you were put more EPs out in time, but we're looking right. at a four-year span here. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. Is, that, is that what it is, though? Is just because it's shorter, you can release more frequently? That's is what that it's the... supposed to be. Right, okay. Um, I don't think. In our case, it's more of a funding thing, and the sure. fact that we've had a revolving door of people involved. Yeah. Uh, so we're finally going to settle on that in a space and get it done. Cool. So. When are you expecting that to be done by? Done for a while, I guess. Spring 2019. We're spring 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, what are the plans once that's done? I mean, are you guys planning on touring or anything like that? Not likely tour. Uh, we'll try to hit a bunch of festivals um, There's a lot. locally There's a lot. and yeah. spread out. You know, like. We won't go yeah. too far, but, you know, northwestern Ontario, local, yeah. eastern Saskatchewan, that sort yeah. of thing. So The yeah. close, but also not a Manitoba. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you toured yet with this band? Nope, this band's never toured anywhere. Okay. So. You're welcome. Well, we sort of come from the school of thought that you got to conquer your own city before you tour. Oh, sure. Or yeah, if yeah. you tour, you got to tour smart in the sense that you got to hit somewhere where they're actually playing your tunes. Yeah. And yeah. since nobody plays our tunes, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> so... So I guess I mean uh, follow up to that is what, what is the plan to get them playing your tunes like what how are you guys uh, doing that because that's kind of a, a struggle for everybody right it's to, you know you have the music it's out there it looks good it sounds good now what yeah I mean I guess <laughs> the, the main thing is now with with YouTube and all the social media is yeah. the video aspect so I would anticipate we put out a couple more videos um, we did put out a few and Adam did some nice lyric videos yeah, for, those, yeah. Uh, for YouTube for the remix so. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing, is doing it that way. We haven't had, I mean, college radio is a thing that we yeah. get involved with, and, and that's been very supportive. We're very appreciative of that. Um, a little bit of online radio. Um, I don't know if you know the Indie Rock Network. Yeah, yeah I've heard, I've heard of, of it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's out of Kuwait, and it's just online. It's uh, Anyway, he's very supportive. Uh, cool. appreciate that. And then uh, Mix 96 in Steinbeck, uh, oh, cool. obviously being okay. part of that area, southeastern Manitoba. They've been supportive as well. So. Do they have a lot of... Uh, do they give it a lot of time to local artists? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, awesome. we, uh, they have a morning show announcer, Corny Rempel, and uh, Dan always feels like every time he sees him at the gym, he sees Corny and our songs playing. So nice. sort of uh, <laughs> the stars align sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's good, yeah. Well, it's good to have that connection, too. Like, the, the fact that you are from the rural area, it's something that local bands in Winnipeg maybe don't even know about, right? That station is probably not on anyone's radar. No, not around here. Yeah, and, and out there, they've been very supportive, so we're appreciative Yeah, that's really that. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask about regarding the kind of presentation and everything of your music, sonically and visually, um, you guys obviously have released physical copies of the album because I have one, so <laughs> I'm, I'm aware that it exists. It, it got broken still in my car. It's so, yeah. in my car, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where do you sit on the kind of physical music versus digital versus Spotify kind of thing. I mean, uh, as probably has been established in the show before, I, I'm very much a nerd for physical media, I'm CDs, tapes, records, whatever. I, I don't even know how to use Spotify. I've never done it. But, I mean, it's part of what you have to do now, obviously, is having a digital element. But do you have a... I, I guess what's the reason for you to release physical media when you don't necessarily have to these days? Twofold. Uh, one is for gents like yourself mm-hmm. that uh, want a physical copy, and two, I want to chuck them out at shows. Okay. <laughs> you know, whether yeah, people just drive it over later, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, you can't really throw a, a card, yeah. right? It's not going to have the same impact. Yeah. I mean, personally, I'm a fan of something tangible. Yeah. And having something to play on, like, a record player or for a sure, yeah. player. For sure, yeah. And I'm hoping there's other people out there like that, that, like, I'm going to play this record when there's I get home. There's a few, yeah. <laughs> set aside used... time to do that kind mm-hmm. of thing, because, yeah. We all used to love opening the liner notes, right? That's the best part, yeah. I, 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 I would, I would read every part, single right? note and yeah. everything, yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's, that's how I used to discover new music, too. I'd look at the liner notes, yeah. and if a song was written by some other guy, it's like, oh, who's this? Exactly. Yeah, it's a cover. What's his band called? It's like, why, why, why are you thanking that guy? Who's this guy? And then you look yeah, him up and say, I love yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. Look at all the bands they think. It's like, okay, now I have a big list of bands I'm going to go find. And yeah, because they must yep. be good if my favorite band likes them, yeah. right? So, yeah. No, back in the day, I'd set aside time. Like, how long is this record? I'm going to listen to the whole thing front to back. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's... And that's a sad reality. Like, there were experiences when you listen to a record front yeah. to back. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. An EP, you don't get that. It's a bunch of mashed together songs. I mean, we tried with ours to at least keep some cohesion in the yeah. sense that there was some lyrical cohesion and we tried to build and then break it down, which I don't know if that flow came across, yeah. but it was intentional. Because you want that so. flow to your album, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Whereas nowadays, like, you well, single they look for singles. Yeah. Like, so how, how do you do that then? I mean, like, I, having listened to your record start to finish, which is usually how I listen to albums, I get that. It does, it does sound... It's not like one of these albums where there's a different producer for every song and it has a different tone. Appreciate it's, that. It flows. It has a... As a yeah, single, we, we debated on the track list. We did. Right, and like, that's important. We, were, the, we were all about like right? yeah. high to low and here to there yeah. and, and they, what can, works best. You can hear it, but how do you... How, how do you struggle with that if you're in a world where everyone wants to hear one song and then listen to something completely different next? Like, how do you maintain the kind of integrity of the overall idea if your listeners are going to shit all over it basically by, you know... Yeah. Like, is that, I mean, do you have to plan for that when you're... I don't think you can avoid it. I think that if they buy it on iTunes or whatever, yeah. if they're listening to it on Apple Music or Spotify, then it's going to switch to something else immediately after. Yeah. So, yeah, it's unavoidable. There's a 
I mean, in terms of writing and recording it, is there anything you do differently that maybe you than you would if you were doing just individual songs? Like, because you have to make it work as a unit and as an, and as a single, right? Like, is there? Yeah, I, I. Do you write for that, or you just write it and then? No, yeah, we we I kind of kicked that to the curb. I just said there's no way to know. Um, you know, I feel like nobody really knows who we are, so we write a little bit selfishly in the yeah. sense that it's always very personal and and I like that sound, so I'm going for that sound. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Do you have any? Um, I mean, I'm sure it's something you'd want, but do you have? Are you trying to get your music heard on mainstream radio as well? Because you have the sound for it. I mean, it's definitely something that you know the Boom Boom Power 97. Sure, thing, like <laughs> it fits that mold, though, right? I, I mean, want to put that on our Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use you though. I'll, I'll make sure to quote you. Yeah, on yeah, that. yeah, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'd love to get that out there. But uh, any <laughs> sort of promoter that we've talked to at this point basically says you got to conquer college radio first and it's right. almost impossible to get onto mainstream radio I mean how often do you hear like freaking default now right like 18 years later and it's still considered like a can rock staple right they have the same Canadian rock songs yeah. that get played on every station 20 <laughs> times a day yeah absolutely yeah. So. still wasting my time yeah <laughs> it is every time they play it's the ironic title really yeah so uh, in that case though what what does a band like you guys what do, what do you do I mean do you have a plan for how you can try and 
get past the gatekeepers basically and then get your songs heard on the radio? Or is there a way to do are we, like, are we trying that? I don't even know. I don't even think that's any tension, okay. really. Yeah, I, like I we're, just, we're just playing what we... Yeah, we, we, we play what we like. I mean, at this point, it's not a it's not a goal is not to market it to radio. Sure, it's just a matter of do you enjoy playing music with your friends? Do you enjoy playing music at festivals? Do you want to meet some other bands? And yeah. that's what it's all about. The rest is a bonus. But I feel like if you don't enjoy this, what's the point of doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So well, then you're just phoning it in, right? If you're if you're well, not, that's the yeah. thing. Or you're at a different level of focus where you're trying to quote unquote make it. And that's fine too. Everyone's got their focus. Yeah. Uh, that's not ours. So use it just to enjoy it while you're doing it. Basically, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally valid. Yeah. Um, have you had any? This is a totally random question, but have you had sure. any backlash about the Ghostbusters logo and the stickers? We I, thought we would. Uh, <laughs> no, not nothing. A, no not one's, yet. one's. Yeah. I plastered that shit everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them a lot. <laughs> um, they're, yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. And uh, you know, we played a, a couple festivals, and man, I put them on every garbage can I could see. And someone says, "Is Plenty's Ghost sponsoring the garbage this year?" <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, the irony there. But uh, no, no backlash. They actually because we got them. two in the uh, duct yeah. systems at the cavern. Now. We do. <laughs> yeah. In the duct systems. Well, the, on the, well, outer, the outers of said <laughs> duct systems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The reason I ask about that is because I had a guy on the show uh, a few weeks ago, Drink Bleach. And yes, I he, heard um, that. Oh, that sounds like fun. He, yeah, it's a great name. But uh, <laughs> he made a t-shirt, which was the Nirvana Bleach cover, colored it pink, and then got rid of the word Nirvana, but drink on it. Yeah. And like within weeks, Sub Pop found it and tracked him down and sent him a cease and desist letter. Wow. Oh, shit. And so like I was thinking, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to happen to you guys. <laughs> <You're gonna get laughs> we don't mind. We're fully <laughs> expecting it, to be honest with you. We want that kind of exposure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's going to use that, that cease and desist letter for another t-shirt. Exactly. Which is <laughs> Smart even better guy, than man. the original, right? So like yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But no, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's... You know, it's recognizable as Ghostbusters. People are like, oh shit, Ghostbusters, what's going on? Yeah, no, yeah. That's, uh, that's a brainchild of Adam, and uh, that was cool. It was fun. It was supposed to actually just be a Halloween thing, okay. but uh, we sort of just transferred it over. So, cool, cool. Yeah. What's the story behind the name? Uh, well, that's actually, we've said it a few times, but long and short of that one is we all came up with a list of names. Okay. This was on my list, and it was one that I would never suggest. I hated it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the but it logic behind it, well, the logic behind it is as simple as like, if you have something that's complex, therefore it's not plain. So like clear as mud, okay. plain as ghosts. Okay. So the concept of ghosts is not a simple concept, whether you put it in the context of religious or otherwise. Sure. Um, so that's that's where we we're looking at okay. it from. And these guys all voted for it, and I didn't. Well, I didn't want that. It came from my list, but I didn't want it. What did you guys want? Uh, Was there someone else? We had, we had a few going on. Jeez, man, um, we had lots. I don't good. want to give a couple away. I might use. <laughs> I know, them. I know, I know. I might I, use I, them in the future, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. Eh? There, there were a few. I don't. I don't want to say either. Yeah. What was the we, worst one? The worst oh. one. Was there one that you guys just all immediately like left out of town, basically? Or? I, I can't. Re- so. I can't remember one being like terrible. But yeah. We we pretty much narrowed. I remember down. having like a top four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, I just like the way this one sounded. Yeah, I know. It's it, it, well. I mean, like it, not to be taken too seriously, but it was. But unfortunately, sure. Ghost has now sort of become a uh, commodity and unto itself. I mean, there's the band Ghost, or right? Ghost BC at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. And then uh, Boy in the Sea released Common Ghost. Common Ghost, yeah. And uh, I see a lot of Ghost in song titles these days. Sure. So now I'm caught up in that, and I'm stuck. It's like it's like know, Wolf about ten years ago. Everything exactly. Was Wolf something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wolf Mother. The number yeah, band. Wolf you know, Parade, Green Day '75. What was that with Will Ferrell? Or no? I'm not. Will. There. Yeah, Will somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the Will guy with Green Day 75. Anyway. Right, right. If, um, if someone is hearing you guys for the first time on the show, what's the best thing for them to do if they want to check out the album or find out when you're playing live and all that stuff? Planesghost.com. 
Yeah, PlanetsNotes.com <laughs> links you to Instagram. It links you to Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, cool. Spotify, all that stuff. Um, Adam runs that thing from his house, and I think he did a great job with that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Facebook's probably the best. Um, next best would be Instagram. At least okay. it keeps you up to date, a little bit of behind the scenes. Cool. And then aside from that Pop Evil show, do you have anything else coming up in the near future you want to promote? Or? That'll be it for the time being. So. Show, maybe a single, maybe some videos. Yep. Some yeah, there's point. a single video likely and uh, the show. So, yeah. And is yeah, there... We'll try to keep busy as we can. Yeah, That's sure. Well, I'm sure you'll have more shows that you get booked between now and whenever people let it be. So I'll be this three years from now, right? So, I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 This podcast... Yeah, yeah, that's another thing we want to promote for sure. No, yeah, we yeah. appreciate you doing this stuff. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, um, the album itself and then the remix album. Where can people get those? The best way to get them uh, probably be our Bandcamp site. Okay. I mean, I, I imagine the shows too would be. Shows are great. I mean, I'm going to toss you a copy there. I don't think anyone's going <laughs> to too much charge you for that kind right. of stuff. Although, if bands do want to make money nowadays. It has to be on physical merch. That's good merch, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, look at the inexorbitant prices of shows. Yeah, yeah. Whereas CDs don't sell, music doesn't sell. Music is like a promotional tool and nothing more. Sadly, promotional tool to sell T-shirts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So, is yeah. it available in any local stores or anything like that? Uh, nothing around here currently. Um, although that is an old record, so yeah. that's most likely why. Okay. I mean, I would imagine that we get our new record out in the sunrise and that sort of thing. We'll yeah. take care of it and into the music and that sort of thing. Um, they were in there at one point, right? But it's yeah. been but a couple it's, years. It's yeah. a couple years, yeah. and we didn't intend on keeping it that long. But uh, okay. it was a long. Stretch. So the Bandcamp is the main, the main spot. Bandcamp would be good. Um, you can buy our merch, you can buy our T-shirts there, um, picks, stickers, anything like that. Cool. So yeah. Or you just see the stickers plastered all over the city. Well, and, yeah, and, they're they're everywhere. Yeah. So, actually, one of them was on somebody's ass. Yeah. And they, they tagged that, us. That was a good. It was a. Except, Hashtag on Instagram. Oh, yeah? It was. Yeah, someone's, someone's ass had our sticker. <laughs> the only problem is is that uh, that ass has probably never been to one of our shows. Right, right. I don't know where they got that sticker, though. Yeah. Well, it seems like their stickers are being yeah. thrown all over the place. So, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You just leave them places, leave piles of stickers. We've yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah, I believe it, yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, people should check out the Bandcamp. They should see you live and, and pick up stuff that way. Um, and social media, you said Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, we're highly yeah. involved in that as much as we want to resist. So, yeah. Cool. Well, if you're seeing any of us on the street, just wave and I'll, yeah. I'll hook you up with. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's one of the good things about Winnipeg, too, is that you know the music scene is so tight-knit that, especially if you're in another band and you want to hear a, a different local band, there's, everyone knows someone, right? And there's all these connections. And since most people who listen to the show are in bands anyway... <laughs> It's, it's, not, it's not surprising that yeah. some of them will run into you and just at a show or something, right? So, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, hit them up. Um, and if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. Uh, all 300 and whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. Uh, you can also find us on all the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. And you can tune in on Sunday nights at midnight to UMFM. And those are older episodes of the show that kind of get a second wind. So, uh, it's what, like early November now. Might not air till February or March, but. If you happen to be in your car at midnight, you turn on the radio, there's these guys talking about their uh, their music. So someone might discover you sort of by accident by not even knowing that the episode was out there, and there it is. So Very much appreciate that. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. All right, well, that's, that's the podcast. I killed the inception. I baited the truth. I wandered in silence, I waited for you I followed my heart, said a mansion to you When I traced the path, I started to lose So long
Crawling inside of my own self, I doubt the cares of the world will ever run out. Melt into one with the state that I'm in. Through cover of silence, I feel it sinking. So. Wandered in silence, I waited for 